8 to 10 p.m. The Viewpoint with Asraf Garda. The Viewpoint with Asraf Garda. So first of all, an apology. Lots more people wanted to talk. We didn't have more than one hour. My apologies. Others sent voice notes uh, as well, and we couldn't play all of them. My apologies for that as well. If you are able to, you can still SMS us uh, as well, uh, even now regarding that. But but very if, if you are able to even tweet, even now, we'll pick up on Twitter, hashtag SAFM Viewpoint, um, and then you can um, you can tag me, Ashraf Garda, and SAFM Radio, and do tag uh, Tamagori as well, uh, so that we can get your thoughts in terms of what he said what is it you agree with other things you don't agree we'll have a podcast up of that particular interview tomorrow morning around nine o'clock so look out for it safm.co.za on the website but check it up on my uh, my my timeline as well now a few days ago we spoke about the drc and one of the things we spoke about is we don't yet have a winner which is taking far too long what does that mean in fact, we do have a winner, or do we? We'll find out in a moment. So we talk about the DRC now, now that we, it appears we do have a winner. It comes up for the next uh, 25 minutes or so right after this. SAFM has signed a code of conduct that is enforced by the Broadcasting Complaints Commission of South Africa. Under the code, we are committed to giving news that is accurate, comment that is fair, and programming that is not harmful, does not amount to hate speech, or contain violence or explicit sex. If you think we are not living up to that code, then you can inform the Broadcasting Complaints Commission of South Africa. Direct any complaints in writing to the Broadcasting Complaints Commission of South Africa. PO Box 142365. Craig Hall 2024 fax to 011-326-3198 or an email to bccsa at nabsa.co.za For more information, please visit www.bccsa.co.za At SAFM Radio and at Ashraf Gada on Twitter Alright, so let's get to talking about the the, the uh, the DRC in terms of what's happened there. So we, we spoke about it a few days ago and at that stage it was, there appeared to be some winner but there were, nothing was confirmed and there were issues of opposition and what that means. So now it appears we have a winner but, you know, sort of unofficial winner. Let's try and make sense of all of that and, and what happens next. I've got two guests. Uh, we have uh, Nixon Katembos with me who's a political analyst uh, and a Channel Africa producer for the Channel Africa Swahili service. And let me tell you, Channel Africa is part of the SABC and you can find them online, channelafrica.co.za or through SABC websites as well. Uh, focusing and broadcasting to the African continent and therefore besides English and other languages, uh, in this case here with what Nixon talks about in the Swahili service as well. So uh, Nixon, I appreciate you joining us. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Ashraf, and thanks for the listen- to, to the listeners of SFM. Thank you. We have on the line with us Dr. Claude uh, Kabemba, who is the director of the Southern Africa Resource uh, Watch. That's S-A-R-W. Claude, Dr. Kabemba, thanks for joining us. Hello. Thank you. Good evening, Ashraf. And Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Great Excellent. indeed. Good evening. Thank you. Right. In fact, let me, let me start with you, uh, Claude, in terms of... so. There's been discussion today that we have a winner, right? As in uh, Felix uh, Chisekedi. So, winner, unofficial winner. Explain what, what has happened there. No, uh, Ashraf, the elections took place on the 30th. Mm-hmm. And uh, it took long for the Electoral Commission to announce the results. Yesterday, this morning, the Electoral Commission announced the results and uh, announced the winner with Felix, provisional winner with Felix Chisekedi. Uh, so, uh, what it simply means, because there are 
other candidates who are saying the, the results do not reflect uh, the will of the people. And uh, it creates that confusion where the elections are contested. You have to understand that these elections were supposed to be very historic elections for Congolese because they were moving away from successive dictatorship into a, a, a space where a civilian, for the first time since 1965, a civilian president is going to run the country. It has always been run by military uh, generals and so on. But these elections were also, uh, they, they, they are supposed to be the first election where there is a peaceful transition of power from uh, a living president to another new president. It should have been an historical election, but considering the confusion and the disputes around the elections, uh, uh, instead of uniting, it seems to me that this election has divided the Congolese. And that's uh, the unfortunate part. And Felix Tshisekedi, uh, if he is confirmed president, will have a difficult task to unite the country. But we're not yet there because, uh, uh, as you know, the church, the Catholic church, has uh, suggested that they have got a very uh, uh, complete uh, tabulation of uh, the votes which uh, are totally different from the the, the electoral commission. And that in itself, uh, because when you look at the integrity of the, the independent electoral commission in Congo and the integrity of the Catholic Church, uh, considering all the, the shenanigans around uh, these elections, how the commission has organized them, you start to wonder if uh, you should not start to believe in the Catholic Church, uh, simply because this electoral commission has proved to be politically controlled. It has not been mm. independent. Mm. Uh, uh, and that's the, the, the biggest problem. The, the problem is not necessarily uh, with, uh, with Tisekedi. You go into elections to win elections, and you do all the, the things you have to do to access power. Power has to be accessed, has to be fought to, to have it. But is the manner in which the Electoral Commission organized these elections. So, so, uh, so let's confirm, you, you're not happy with the, with the entire manner, and therefore you're not happy with the outcome as well? No, I'm not happy with uh, the entire way the Electoral Commission organized it. I've been uh, very consistent, uh, even before the elections, that... Uh, uh, from uh, you know uh, Ashraf that uh, these elections were postponed many times, and the electoral commission had never really afforded the opposition the occasion to consider the views of the opposition uh, in many ways. Uh, even around the the, the 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 election day, it was very chaotic, and it seemed like it was a, a planned chaos to come to this type of of election. But behind all this. Scenario, this, uh, this chaos, one has to think what is the plan. Uh, uh, but it's not the, the results. For me, what I'm not happy with is simply that the results are being disputed when it was supposed to be an occasion for uniting the Congolese for once as the country moved forward. Okay, that's, that's your opening thoughts uh, and an interesting take from uh, Dr. Claude Kabemba, the director of the Southern Africa Resource Watch. You may have your own thoughts on what's going on in the DRC. Nixon, let me bring you in on this one here, Nixon Katembo. Uh, your your assessment of what's happened pre-election, election, election post-election now? 
I'm afraid that uh, my views might not necessarily differ from those of Dr. Claude Kabemba, whom I, I revere so much, owing to his work uh, on the DRC and many other electoral processes that have been happening on the continent. But let's look at the how the elections were supposed to be happening. They were supposed to be taking place in December 2016. Uh, the government dragged its feet. They said that we don't have money to organize the elections and so on. The constitution says that if the president is not elected and the new president is not inaugurated, therefore the the incumbent president stays in power. And that is a constitutional loophole that the current government has okay. used actually to maintain Kabila in power. And unfortunately for the oppositions, they have been so deeply divided over carrot and stick approach issues that the government have been dealing with them in co-opting some of them. The first person who was co-opted in, in, in government was uh, uh, Sami Babidanga. You must remember this is the uh, person who broke away from UDPS um, of Etienne uh, Chisekeda at that time and mm -hmm. eventually made the prime minister uh, for a few days and uh, then uh, a new talk so happened uh, uh, in the Congolese political circle that led to the current prime minister Bruno Chibala. Bruno Chibala, who is also part of the founding members of UDPS party under Etienne Chisekede at the time. So you look at those negotiations and the political process that unfolded to going towards these elections uh, leaves much to be desired. And unfortunately for the current uh, processes of the elections, there are so many decisions that, w that were taken by the electoral commissions of which uh, Dr. Claude Kabemba talked about, the unilateral decision by the independent electoral commissions in dealing with some of the critical matters such as logistical issues, purchasing of machines, mm. uh, bringing uh, uh, voting voter machines that was not actually envisaged in law, in electoral law of the country. And that poses a challenge. But because people wanted to change as much as they can, they agreed to the machine. Okay. Uh, that wow. is another challenge. Remember when they were supposed to be delaying these elections because of the the, the machines that were banned under unclear circumstances, the elect, independent electoral commission, because of the pressure that it received from outside, mm -hmm. they were forced to come to South Africa, reprint the other ballot papers, and then and, oh, use oh. them to to the. So, so with that in mind, I mean, so, so right now, let's just deal with what we have. So we've got a person, and it's sort of provisional. Winner Felix Chisakedi, uh, uh, you think that's going to hold? I mean, what does what does provisional mean for you? Provisional mean that they they are just declaring these results so that the final results can be declared later on. But it does mean that it's a final outcome. But we know for the fact that there have been deal between Chisakedi and the outgoing president, uh, one of which is for the current uh, ruling elite to maintain power in terms of uh, the central bank, the finance ministry, and the, the interior ministry, the, sec the, security, the entire security class actually. That's why the president is, is 
sort of okay, agreed and, and, and on some of these right. issues. You're saying you, you know there's a deal because one of the yeah. things I was going to ask you now, bring it up to, I want to bring it up to Dr. Claude Kabemba as well. But just let me tell you, 0891-10427, that's the number to call in as we talk about the DRC now that we effectively have a new president, as in uh, Felix uh, Chisakedi. But as you've heard, deals have been made. What does all of that mean? So interesting because I was going to tell you, uh, Nixon, that, that now at least whatever the flaws have been, you now have a, a winner of the election who comes from the opposition parties. A disputed winner. Let's, okay. let's right. make but, that clear. So, no, many may say, well, at least we have a winner from the opposition. We suggest some credibility. You suggesting it's not as nice as it sounds. Indeed. Because uh, if you have uh, the will of the people sub, sub, subverted in a manner that have been subverted through a negotiated result and the outcome of the electoral commission that uh, was negotiated without giving a clear reflection of what happened in the poll, you are likely to have problems. And to me, as a person who have been observing the DRC for quite some time, so we have been reporting on the DRC for quite some time, it sent a very bad signal, not only for the DRC, but for the entire Great Lakes region. Because we must remember that these elections are a determining factor on what is going to happen in the DRC and the Great Lakes region. Absolutely. Yeah. Dr. Dr. Claude Kabemba, let me bring you in there. What's likely to then happen next? Ashraf, uh, look... The, the, I think uh, the opposition, the, 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 the other opposition leader, will have uh, to contest and think he's going to go to court. And uh, the court will do, might do two things. Uh, no, three things. To confirm a certificate as a winner. And uh, the court can also uh, review the results. The court can also nullify the elections. Now, the likelihood of the two last options to happen is very remote. You remember, if uh, the arrangement that uh, Nixon is talking about happened and they are real and the two, President Joseph Kabila and Chisekedi, have agreed on a certain issues and in principle, the court in Congo, the Constitutional Court, has been filled up with Kabila's uh, sympathizers. There is no way that court will declare or say something which is contrary to what uh, I think uh, uh, President Kabila has, uh, has, has in mind. And uh, so going forward, uh, those options are important. You also, also the, the option of unifying the elections, it's important to focus on that because you remember President Kabila has never wanted to leave power. Uh, before 2016, before his term mm. expired, he tried many times to change the constitution. To go to elections after two years of delay is because he was pushed by Congolese. So mm-hmm. many Congolese died. And uh, the, international community, uh, the international community was there to push President Joseph Kabila to organize the elections. So we have to have that clear in mind that if this is a gentleman who has never wanted to go out of power. So the possibility of uh, nullifying the elections will suit Kabila because you remember the case of Kenya, where the courts simply nullified the election and asked the government to organize the elections. The possibility that the, the court could say, okay, you are disputing the result, and indeed there were so many irregularities, certainly there were irregularities, 
we think that uh, we need fresh, fresh elections. And uh, we, 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 we ask the, the, the state to organize a fresh election in two or three years, which means that President Joseph Kabila remains in power for two or three more years. So those are options. So I think at the end of this, when you look very closely, President Kabila is skillfully uh, divided the opposition and has skillfully organized this outcome of the election to suit his way out of uh, of office because one it seems like uh, mm. there cannot be pursuit for human right violation or for anything he might have done in office because uh Chisekedi as a as a future president it is confirmed he has said very clearly uh before even the election were, were announced that president joseph kabila should be now uh, considered as a partner, and uh, he should be given space, even been given a diplomatic uh, position where he was going to play a key role in the future of the Congo, which is a, is a, is a, is a, is, a, is an important statement, both from uh, in terms of uh, going forward for peace, uh, for transition and peaceful transition in the country. But you don't decide on serious matters like that by simply policy of declaration. Mm. I think those are the things that come through a process of reflecting. How do we, because what Congo needs is not to have a government that will repeat the mistakes of the past. The okay. question is how do we move forward and break from the past? Well, that, that's a big question. I, w- I want to put that too as well to Nixon uh, Katembo. And I want to, certainly from a listener point of view, if, if you're from the Congo, if you're from the DRC in particular, uh, then I want to hear from you or if you have family there, some relatives, um, absolutely love to engage with you. 0891-104-207. What do you make then of A, the election, and now what appears to be, well, the unofficial election result, uh, which is that uh, Felix Chisakedi uh, uh, would then be the president of uh, the DRC, but as you've heard from my guest, there appears to be deals and side deals made and all sorts of implications coming out of that. What do you make of all of that? 0891-104-207, hashtag SAFM Viewpoint, uh, if you are tweeting, and I'll pick up a trend of discussion on that as well. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM. 106.2 FM in Table Mountain. Nixon uh, Katembo is one of my two guests. He's a political analyst. He's also a Channel Africa producer uh, for their Swahili service. And you can pick it up, channelafrica.co.za. Right. Nixon, what, what about, what is your understanding of a, a Congolese people a, in the Congo? What, what are they there for? What are they now saying? And And what about, Congolese people from from South Africa. Can you give us a sense of the type of discussions that are taking place? You know, there are two critical factors that I need to mention about the Congolese people and uh, the demographic composition of the country. If you look at the East, about uh, uh, two-thirds of mostly highly populated places are in the East. Uh, that forms a critical mass on who, what is the determination of the next president is coming from. And uh, not only that, you have the historical aspect to it, sort of where 
um, Chisekedi come from in the central Kasai um, Kasai Oriental and Kasai Occidental the former Kasai mm-hmm. and uh, if you look at the historical issues that the way these regions have been relating to each other is quite at odd but under Mobutu is this one of the things that Mobutu managed is to build sort of a single Uh, sense of nationalism mm, among mm. the Congolese. Hence, okay. you hear issues of tribalism are less far to the Congolese people than they are. But I'm afraid that the implications of these elections might cause even frictions because you hear statement of Baswahili and Bangala. So, so you, now there's a there, there's debate on tri- tribal lines. Yep. There will be those debates on tribal lines already even on social media you find them uh, propping up. Now, if you have elections done on a deal in a manner that Chisekedi and uh, Joseph Kabila who is the outgoing president have signed in securing his own interest and his own future in the Congo they are likely to have uh, those problems but again you have a 1,256,000 Congolese who are left out of these elections so it goes back to the point that what if the constitutional court declared the results null and void mm. owing to the circumstances of these 1 million 256,000 because of uh, places like Butembo and the region of Beni and now Yumbi which were not allowed to participate in the elections court and court security issues whereas the entire country mm. will know that there have been uh, security issues you have about uh, 300,000 who has just returned from Angola who, who ran from the Kamwina sap in the Kasai which is not different we have about 4 million people internally displaced in the Congo over security issues so the government under Kabila has skillfully divided the opposition and so doing dividing the oppositions it's skillfully also dividing the public opinion on the part of the congolese who yearned so much for the changes of these elections and they wanted to see anyone ascending mm. to power and seeing kabila behind their back and unfortunately this is where we're going and not only that the likelihood of even the congo degenerating into more crisis is real let's hope owing does, to the election let's hope it doesn't happen isn't it dr uh, dr claude kabemba the any chance therefore the election will be declared null and void or, or you think that's not going to happen no ashraf it's uh, it's difficult to not to to say where how the constitutional courts will deal with that and certainly what i'm sure of is that uh, it will uh, it will if decision will reflect the interests of uh, the incumbent uh that one but i think uh, i need to amplify the point that nixon had made around the way the congolese are feeling but that feeling has to be uh, reflected the way they voted uh, when you look at the distribution of votes it it was really along the regional patterns Uh, you know that Fayulu is supported by two uh, two gentlemen, uh, the former governor of Katanga, Moise Katumbi, mm. 
mm-hmm. and uh, the former prime minister who worked with, uh, Jean- with Kabila, Jean-Pierre Bemba. Fayulu had that support gave Fayulu significant a number of votes in the regions where those two are very strong, in their stronghold. But also Fayulu benefited from his own area where he came from. And uh, he was also supported by other, and one former prime minister, Muzito, he also benefited. When you look at the configuration of the vote, it's really representation of those guys, all of them from the, the region where they come. When you look at uh, Felix Tisekedi, he won in his province of the Kasai, in the central Congo, in the, in the center of the, of, of, of the country, but also benefited from the South Kivu votes, where his partner Kamere, Vital Kamere, comes from. Those are the, the, the way these results have, have come out. So it simply also reflects on the sentiment you hear on the street of Congolese. Those who are coming really from where Chisekedi and Kamere uh, had uh, enough vote and uh, won in big numbers, they are in. Uh, they are they are happy. They are on the street. They are. They, 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 it's 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 a, it's a party. It's a, it's a great moment. But for the people from the other group, the other alliance. It's a, it's a, it's mm, not. Mm. This, this result do not represent their will. So, is there a likelihood, therefore, that 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 massively huge African nation may, and I hope it doesn't happen long term, could actually there could be agitation for it to split up in compared to what happened in Sudan as well. <laughs> uh, and and look, you, yeah, and we we'll get to Nixon as well just now, yeah. Look, the agitation is already there, but I hope that. Uh, 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 both parties, both all these political groups, will realize what is the most important uh, objective at, the, at this juncture. I think the most important thing is that we need to deal with dictatorship. We need to deal with malgovernance. We need to depoliticize the army. We need to depoliticize the police. We need to depoliticize the justice system. We need to bring people at the center of governing the Congo. That's the opportunity they should not miss. And they have to then analyze all the factors to ensure that that opportunity is not missed. Because what has happened with Joseph Kabila accepting to step aside, it's an opportunity in itself. But how you deal with that opportunity will determine the future of the country. All right, let's let's pause on that one. Let, let's get. To, we're going to wrap up in about three minutes' time. Nixon, uh, Katembo, uh, when I asked about the division of the, the DRC, there was a chuckle, a mere concern chuckle from your side. Tell me about it. Well, my chuckle was based on the issue that first and foremost. Places like Beni and the North Kivu mm-hmm. and the South Kivu are regions that have been facing uh, wars that are not that have not been solved by the government. Kabila has been in power for the past 18 years, and if you look at the electoral map of the 2006 election and 2011, these are the regions that overwhelmingly voted for him. But his lack of maintaining peace and security in those regions mm. have taken the people away from 
he supporting him hence you see the even Kisekedi or Vital Kamere did not campaign in those regions simply because they was viewed as a traitor after pulling out of the Geneva okay. agreement wow. now if you have such a region excluding them from the electoral process you are likelihood to cause a sentiment to say that we are not a part of the larger congo what is the point of staying in this unholy marriage called the congo that is one thing and you you have to look at the interest of the neighboring countries rwanda for over the years since 2001 have been trying to influence the internal politics of the north and south kivu to secede from the rest of the congo uh, under the banyamulenge so that can have a, a sort of a, a, a leadership in the kivu region that is subservient to the rwandan okay. leadership get- and uh, that is another aspect that, that it being left, left out of the debate of this Congolese crisis. Okay, we're going we're going to have to wrap up uh, by asking both of you just the same question and we've got about a minute to answer both so 30 seconds each. Dr. Claude Kabemba, you said people need to be at the center of 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 change in uh, in the DRC. So tell me how in 30 seconds. I think uh, simply whoever is declared president will have to really extend its hands for reconcil- for reconciliation and unity and is going to have to renegotiate a new uh, a new Congo with everybody and uh, break totally with uh, the anti values that have characterized Congo since 1965 and the Kabila exemplified those anti values okay got that let's get the last word from uh, Nixon Katembo i think uh, most of uh, we need to build institutions institutions of the state that are responsive to the need of the people and actually will not circumvent the will of the people be it in the independent electoral commission be it the judiciary be it the the army to make sure that these institutions are depoliticized and they they bring true democracy to the congolese people and out of that will emerge a strong a much more stronger state okay. without those i'm afraid we the Congo will go just to another and mess. We need a very strong Congo uh, on the African continent. Nixon Katembo from Channel Africa, producer there for the Swahili service. Thank you for your time. Uh, and you can follow them even further, channelafrica.coza. Claude, Claude Kabemba is the director of the Southern Africa Resource Watch. That's the SARW. Appreciate your input as well. Thank you for your time. We're going to talk uh, innovations in a moment.